And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. Dynamite drop in money. That broadcast school has really paid off. At Still Smooth Productions. <laughs> oh, big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. And the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world. I think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and Chipotle. At St. Bales. I'm not prepared. Senseless members, those old and those new to the Bold Nonsense podcast. Shit, maybe even the Bold Nonsense Network. Hell. That's what we've been called. I mean, we have multiple shows on here now. We're a podcast network. We are a podcast network. The Bold Nonsense Network. This is the flagship show of that network, the Bold Nonsense Podcast. The red light is on. The red light means stop thinking, get a little senseless with us on 11-6-2020. That is November 6th of the year 2020. Yeah. Uh, God's forsaken year 2020. <laughs> and this is uh, episode 134. It's going to be another good one. It is. It is. Stretch out for this one. Uh, uh, Half, that halfway results episode. <laughs> For one thing in a winter. So that's going to be a lot of fun as we get into that a little later. But for now, I'm at Walt Disney, happiest host on earth. I love you, man. That's, you can't do any better now. Thank you for joining us once again or for the first time or uh, after a while. We appreciate you either giving us a second chance, a first chance, or a 134th chance. All of them, we appreciate. Or, you know, really anywhere in between. We just appreciate you being here. We love to talk sports and we like to do it uh, with people. So, definitely engage with us. Who's us? Not just people. The senseless. The senseless, yes. The senseless. And if you're listening, you're one of them. Just embrace it. Just embrace it. Turn the dial down. You know, your brain's been running heavy at like 10 all day. Turn that shit down to a six. That, down. Down to a six. That way you can enjoy... I didn't even know I did it that time. Uh, so that way you can just throw it neutral and enjoy the show. And I'm going to enjoy the show with the guy across the FaceTime looking at his ugly mug. It's at Still Smooth. The ugly mug belongs to me, Mr. Still Smooth, Mr. PTO. Whatever you may call me, I do one thing on this podcast, and it is to bring you what happened in sports on this date. So, on this date, November 6th, 1869, the first U.S. college football game was actually played between Rutgers and Princeton. Uh, Side note here, I guess players both used their hands and their feet in this contest, and the score ended up being Rutgers 6, Princeton 4. So, Walsh Disney using their hands and their feet and having the score of 6-4, to I would assume that the football uh, college football game back in 1869 looked a lot different than it does today in God's, I think you said, forsaken year 2020. Uh, yeah. I, I'm i almost wondering if like a touchdown was maybe just one. Uh, and that's why it's 6-4. That just seemed... Do you think they had field goals? Do you think they had any sort of field goal or PA? I'll look this up after the show. I don't know. Do you think I'm they just... had? I'm just saying maybe like touchdowns were just one. Like if you just you got so you only got the one point for scoring. And I don't 
hands and feet. I don't think they had a, like a regulated pass back then. Oh. I think you just oh. ran the ball. So maybe it was something where you like kicked it forward. I think you can do that in rugby, maybe even Australian rules football, I don't know. Maybe That's it was, interesting. Maybe it looked more like that. Okay. And then like today's football, like you said. Well, um, bonus points at Watch Disney if you can name either mascot for uh, Rutgers or uh, Princeton. Uh, isn't Princeton, isn't there a cowl involved? Isn't it like a, is it a knight? Oh, wow. Princeton? I don't know. I thought maybe I'm thinking of a different one. I don't know who I'm thinking of. I don't know. I, I'm looking this up here on the spot. Ooh, no, it is not. Princeton Tigers. Oh, a way off. Rutgers. What about? I don't know. You're closer read, there. Read something? Read. I think they're the, I think they're the Crimson Knights. Crimson. Oh, okay, know. that's kind of what I was thinking. I was, I was, I was leaning that way. Yeah, yeah. I think you, uh, Scarlet Knight. Ah, Scar- that's even cooler. I think it was fair to say I got zero bonus bonus points there. Yeah. You maybe <laughs> More bonus points. To you maybe got a half of one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we'll do better with random thoughts. Don't worry. I'm not gonna do what everyone thinks I'm gonna do. Flip out, man! No, I'm saying, well, I'm awake and I speak English, so yeah, I do know what you're saying. Having a brainstorm session. I think I just, yeah, I just had an idea. Isn't that weird? Random thoughts. This is one of our, this is one of our more unique segments. It's really a place that we uh, can just BS. It's a mix, it's a mix of random and rant thoughts. You know what I like to think of it as? You never, never go into a physical activity and just participate. You don't go play football, basketball. You don't go lift weights. You stretch first, right? Yeah. This is getting our mouths, our minds, our connection between you and me, connection between us and the senseless. We're just getting warmed up. We don't want to go into it all cold. We don't want to dive into into trivia and the, and the hard-hitting news and – halfway scores cold we want to warm up with random thoughts i really like that i i like the visual of this is where we put the dial to six yeah this is this is where we really take it we turn it down and 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 we you know we throw it in neutral this is the shifting down to neutral i like that so So, join us yeah so definitely let's do it um i've got two I'll start it off. You can jump in whenever. Awesome. First one. Rubik's Cube. Did you know that was named after a person? It's Rubik's Cube. Rubik's Cube or Rubik's Basically, Rubik? yes. Rubik's Cube. Like, it's, it's R-U-B-I-K apostrophe S Cube. Oh. I did no, not I- know that was named after someone. Neither did I. And I always thought Rubik's was with an X. Yeah. So I, I have no idea. I didn't know that. I hope he was a doctor, Dr. Rubik's. Because <laughs> that would be sweet. <laughs> Doc, Dr. Rubik's. Well, let's see. Um, I'm also a notoriously poor speller, though. It's a combination puzzle invented by Hungarian sculptor and professor of architecture... Professor. Er, Erno Rubik. Erno with the O has some crazy stuff over the top of it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm just I'm just a man here trying to do his best. <laughs> with a podcast. Just a man with a podcast. Just a man, with, just, just a man who signed up for a podcast. The best I could do is Erno, but that seems too Spanish. It's yeah. not like, just completely off the, off the mark there. Um, That's funny. But yeah. Were you ever a Rubik's Cube guy? No. Terrible at it. For a while, I had like time between classes or for work. You know, you'd have on breaks and whatever. So I'd put it in like my uh, glove, my glove box, and just mm-hmm. mess around with that every once in a while. So I wa- I love the idea of Rubik's cubes, and I've owned two in my lifetime, but I've solved none. The only thing I know about the Rubik's cube is that each what each side has nine or twelve. Uh, no, nine. 
Nine? No, yeah. So, okay, yeah. yeah. 12 wouldn't work, obviously. Um, the center piece in each side, that that doesn't move. So if it's if yellow is in the middle square on one side, that's the yellow side. And you have to turn all the squares to be yellow on that side. Ooh. Like, that has to be the yellow one. That's wild. Yeah. So here's some stuff. Uh, it was originally called the Magic Cube. Mm. Um... It won the 1980 German Game of the Year. Okay, love um, it. As of January 2009, 350 million cubes have been sold worldwide, making it the world's top-selling puzzle game. It is widely considered to be the world's best-selling toy. Uh, hey. <clears throat> Thank you, Hanno. Rubik? Yeah. Or what, er, whatever. Er, Erno. Erno. <laughs> er, Erno. No, no pronunciation guide there. Really screwing me <laughs> over. But yeah. What a great game, though. Did you ever see um, uh, Pursuit of Happiness? I did. That movie? Not that, in a while. There's a, Too sad. There's a Rubik... Oh, I love that movie. But famous Rubik Cube uh, depiction there. When he's uh, in the back of the... Or where he's riding to the game, the San Francisco game with the team owner or whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Very nice there. Rubik Cube. <laughs> nice job. Uh, my second one is, uh, it's just a little story that I think people might have seen before, but I just, I really like this story, uh, and it goes like, I'll just, I'll just read the blurb. I grew up in a college town, and one Halloween, our doorbell rang, and we opened the door, expecting to see trick-or-treaters, but what was in front of our open door was another door, like a full-on wooden door that had a sign that said, please knock. So we did, and the door swung open to reveal a bunch of college dudes dressed as really old grandmothers, curlers in their hair and all, who proceeded to <laughs> coo over our quote-unquote costumes and tell us we were, quote, such cute trick-or-treaters. One even <laughs> pinched my cheek. Then they gave us candy, closed their door, picked it up, and walked to the next house. <laughs> Where did you find that? I I was strolling through. It was like right before Halloween. I was strolling through, and that came up. Uh, I like to read some of those like story longer stories like that. I read that, and I just I loved that story. Perfect. That is so clever. That is that is the most clever for like a Halloween costume or like candy or trick or treating idea. That is so clever. Yeah, if like if you're a college dude. Especially if you're listening to this, that's the type of energy you're going for. Yep. That's yep. that's hitting the nail on the head right there. Yes. I just loved it so much. Had to share it. Yes. Thank you, Walsh. That was great. Yeah. That was great. Uh, I mean, if we want to go to trivia? You have anything Let's for it? I'm good. I'm okay. Good, so let's hit trivia. All right. I like nice conversation there. Definitely feel warmed up. Nice and limber. So let's... let's loose. Expand our minds as well. Let, let's uh, let's stretch those out too, and go to trivia. Trivia! Trivia! <laughs> trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Jeopardy. Going to make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? This is trivia. Where last week's trivia question read like this: Where are the two golf balls astronaut Alan Shepard hit on the moon? One more time. Where? Are the two golf balls astronaut Alan Shepard hit on the moon? And there, I believe, were four potential answers to this question. Answer A, the Smithsonian. Good answer. Answer B, still on the moon. Quite possible. C, World Golf Hall of Fame. Great, great guess. And D, the National Air and Space Museum. Also a fine. All makes sense. Yes, they all make sense. The answer, however, was letter B, still on the moon. And two little blurbs that At Walsh Disney has come up with and found for us in You the Senseless. The two golf balls Alan Shepard hit on the moon were with a six iron. And God bless him because I still can't get a hold of my six. It's that long iron game, man. Yeah. And I love that he – okay, and here, here you go. One of them – Went into a crater, so basically a, a bunker shot. That's, that's, a, ha- that's a hazard. Yeah, <laughs> that's a hazard. Drop one. Found, and the found other... a hazard in space. 
Oh, that's funny. Lots of room out there. <laughs> Still found it. That's golf. <laughs> that is funny. Um, and the other quote sailed for miles and miles. End quote. And are still there. So uh, happy to say he got a hold of the second one after he got his breakfast or uh, after he got his breakfast ball swing. Yeah. But that first one he landed straight in the uh, straight in the crater. So thank you, Walsh Disney, for that trivia. That was my favorite trivia question we've had to date. I liked it. I, I enjoyed it a lot. So uh, yeah, you're welcome. I like this one too. It's a little different. So two back-to-back different trivia questions than usual. This week's trivia question: Name the player. Name the player. The minister of defense was ordained minister and a man a man of devout faith, which makes the origins of his nickname rather obvious. He also may well be the best defensive player in NFL history, having racked up 198 sacks, 13 Pro Bowls, and 10 first-team All-Pro nods during his illustrious career. Name that player. I'll give it to you one more time. One more time. Name the player. The Minister of Defense was ordained minister, it was a ordained minister and man of devout faith, which makes the origins of of his nickname rather obvious. He also may well be the best defensive player in NFL history, having racked up 198 sacks, 13 Pro Bowls, 10 first first team All-Pro nods during his illustrious career. Who's that man? Find out. Find out who that. Find out. On 135. We're going to hit the news now. I've just been handed an urgent news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. Let's talk some stories. Not a lot of them. But we're going to talk the ones that uh, we're going to talk about. Naturally. Talk about them. Talk about them. Uh, first one. Kind of a crazy one, actually. Javon Wims was, has been suspended two games by the NFL. For those who don't remember Javon Wims, you're never going to forget the time that he uh, tried to rip a guy's mouthpiece out of his mouth. Turned out to be a mouthpiece, not a chain. Um, and then punched a, sucker punched a guy in the helmet. And then... Started a brawl when the guy was clearly not interested in a fight. Bears, so who, Bears wide receiver. So who was the, who was the, it was with the Saints individual, yeah. correct? Yeah, it was who, Bears Saints. I don't know who the Saints guy was, but Jim. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, safety. Apparently he stuck his, I saw some things, he stuck his hand in his no, so it would, so it he, his face mask. a couple play. <laughs> this is this is a timeline. Uh, Wims ended up blocking Gardner Johnson on a play, and they started talking trash. And Johnson Johnson reached over and ripped his mouthpiece, his binky ah. mouthpiece, off of his face mask, and then dropped it, and that was it. And then eleven. Minutes of game time later, <laughs> there had been like, mo- like series, multiple series, Almost eleven minutes <laughs> of game time, which has got to be that's close to twenty twenty five minutes of actual, of re- maybe even half an hour of real time. This this happens, and so that when when, when Chauncey Gardner Johnson's looking at him like. What what is your deal? He probably doesn't even. Re- he's probably played. <laughs> he's probably played twenty plays since that play. He's like, yeah. what is happening? And that was the funniest part. I didn't know that eleven or twelve minutes went past because, like, so that best part was him just like standing there, just taking it. But now knowing that he truly was confused, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, why am I getting slapped? And and like the the interaction between them, the in the beginning. Was like so common. It happens in the NFL twenty times a game. I mean, maybe the a little bit of escalation with like taking the mouthpiece off, but it wasn't like he took it off. It wasn't a disrespectful enough move 
for this in the amount of time in between. It's just wild. So I'm going to ask you this because you're a football guy. I'm not a football guy. If I play football, obviously you're getting hit, blah, 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 face masks, stuff like that. I can tolerate, you know, people yanking on my face mask and even if people put hands, you know, to my face afterwards talking S. But as soon, I feel like as soon as someone gets into my face mask or under my face mask, that probably would light me off too. Does that change anything for you once they go under the face mask? I That's don't... getting a little too personal. That's disrespectful to me. And again, it doesn't warrant the, the punching, but... Yeah. That's just disrespectful to me. I mean, it is disrespectful, but that's, but you gotta. I mean, it's the way you handle it. Yeah. And again, that stuff happens. Like it's that's not super uncommon. The first one, the second one is uncommon, and that's what's crazy. It's just, like it's it's so wild because, it he's so confused because it is just like. Dude, I probably I he probably had a similar interaction, maybe to like a step down, two more times with different teammates of his of Wims, you know, before Wims was like, I gotta get this guy back. And yeah, if you go under the face mask, like that's a little much, but it's not. It's not like crazy. If you're trying to poke people's eyes, that's wild. But it, like I've seen the video, him just trying to poke him in the cheek. That's not that weird. Yeah. I, I, I will always, always have time to watch a video of a guy <clears throat> punching another guy in the head where the other guy's wearing a helmet. I think that's the funniest, <laughs> the funniest stuff ever. Ew, You're just going to hurt your hand, man. Seems, <laughs> and then he slaps him. <laughs> seems like a bad idea. Terrible idea. Unless Especially a, when you're a receiver. Unless it's a super cool move. Where like I've seen I've seen a guy repeatedly punch somebody in the helmet and it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my entire life. I was gonna say, can that look cool? But oh, apparently it can. Let me tell you. <laughs> I used to go to a lot of Winter Hawks games and <laughs> and they had their rival was it was Seattle. And they would routinely Thunderbirds. No. Uh I maybe. think it's the NHL. I don't know. Oh. Uh no, that's not that's not NHL. Okay. That's the Kraken. The Kraken. Um, so they would routinely get in like fights, like full-on team fights. And I was there for one where the bench is cleared. So literally everyone that could be fighting was fighting. And often you don't see goalies fight. Yes. Goalies stay in their crease. But if they look at each sometimes they'll agree like, okay, we'll both fight. We'll both get on this. So everyone benches clearing, everyone's fighting. The two goalies lock eyes, and you see them like point to each other, like, "Yeah, you want to go?" Oh. <laughs> so the goalies decide, "Okay, we'll fight too." They skate up to each other, and they're both doing the throw the throw the pads off at the same time. So like both gloves down, both you know stick gloves, blah blah blah. Our goalie throws his helmet off. Their goalie fakes throwing his helmet off and, keep, and puts it back on. And, what a dick. and the Winterhawks goalie proceeded to grab the their goalie by the face mask and punch him repeatedly in the helmet. And then he ends up like knocking him over on top of him on the ice, punching this guy right in the face, right into the right into a full helmet. And I was my my 12, 13-year-old self was having every bit of it. I was I screaming. It. I was in the I wanted to be on that ice so bad. Banging banging on the plastic. Oh, yeah. That's what hockey does to you, man. Yeah. And it, that's the coolest. <laughs> that's the one time that I was like, that's not stupid. That's amazing. You just won a fight against a guy wearing a helmet. Yeah. I, I agree, and I accept that. I accept that. I wish I had seen it. I wish I could. I wish you could get in my head, and I could, <laughs> you could, I could let you see it. I could, wish all the senseless could see it, because it was that incredible. Less incredible for the Raiders, though. You're the, you're Raiders. Smooth's Raiders. Uh, they got some COVID fines. Gruden got fined $150,000. The team got fined $500,000. And they lost a six-round pick. They have been taken. A six-round pick have been taken from them. This, as far as I know, is the first team to lose a draft pick for COVID violations. Yeah, what the... 
what the hell? What happened to Tennessee? Wasn't Tennessee wasn't the wasn't Thor's hammer supposed to just come down on yeah. Tennessee? <laughs> and they got they got three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That was oh it. Oh my gosh. This is that's joke. my that was my first thought. Is they've had a couple of outbreaks, they've had a couple of people get it, but not a lot of them. I mean, it's in. I believe it's still. They didn't in have to push digits. anything. Yeah. Yeah, and this, this and five hundred thousand dollars. Most teams, that's nothing. They don't care. The Raiders are very different. They are one of the 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 most cash poor teams in the NFL, and that's not a shot. That's just facts. That's why, that's why they couldn't pay Khalil Mack. They they literally didn't have the money to give Khalil Mack as much as he wanted, because you have to pay a portion of it. And they couldn't do it, so they had to trade them. They don't have they don't have like all of the just ridiculous funds like the Cowboys have. So five hundred thousand dollars is kind of a lot. Yeah, half a mil, I'd say so. And I yeah, I feel like this is a little harsh. Yeah, and especially that especially with that with what you set up with the Titans, it just seems weird. I just would like, yeah, just set a president precedent. Yeah. Where everyone's, where we know what the punishment is going forward. It's not like some guess game, case by case basis. That's what I'd like to see. The only thing I can say is that this is like the third week in a row we've talked about the Raiders in a COVID violation. So so maybe the (laughs) NFL was like, guys, seriously? Uh, Come on. (laughs) Figure it out. Yeah, seems harsh. Uh, To the NBA, where it has been ruled, um, I guess voted in. By the NBA, NBPA, I, be, I believe. They have a weird one. I think it's the NBPA. Um, but they okayed a December 22nd start to next season. It's the upcoming season, twenty December 22nd, and it'd be 72 games. How do you this feel is, about this? This is really interesting to me. The narrative went from postponing from trying to postpone the NBA season as until, um, you know, you can get fans in the seats and stuff like that because um, money. obviously, uh, yeah, yeah, owners don't, don't want to lose money. Uh, but then very, very quickly, I'd say over the past month, longer than a month, say a couple weeks or so, the narrative is changed that I think we're understanding that this is this as in COVID is going to might be a longer issue than we had expected. And what I think they're trying to do is just quickly squeeze in another season as quick as possible. And then a line going forward on the regular season timeframe after this. So they're just trying to, instead of like skipping out on basketball for another couple months, they're just trying to get this going as fast as they can play a short, play a shortened season and and get back to the normal time frame as soon as possible. Yeah, it's interesting to me. Just I know a lot of players wanted a, a little longer wait, and the NBA did not. Um, and just it's I mean that's really quick. It's really quick in terms of the players. It's quick in terms of the I don't stance makes it almost seem too political, and I I don't think that this is. But the, the approach the NBA took of not playing or bubble, you know, those kinds of things. Like, it wasn't like baseball. It wasn't like football where they were like, we're going to do it. Whatever you, yep. We don't care what you guys say. The NBA was not like that. So it seems aggressive towards players. It seems aggressive towards their stance last year. Are they going to bubble? That's a big question. Like, you, are you going to bubble your whole, the whole, every franchise? That's going to be really hard. Don't think they're going to do that. And then, uh... I don't know, just, and I would say it's even aggressive in terms of the appetite that people have for it. Yeah. Regardless of how you want to look at it, the NBA numbers were way down. Way down. And even in the finals, like, last game of the finals, way down. And so to try and put it back out there again and hope that you don't have the same thing, I mean, they're... Sports is pretty much like it doesn't matter if people watch. They're going to make their money because, you know, TV contracts. But just appetite-wise, it seems like it's putting a lot on 
on viewers. So, well, then I think I think you hit the nail on the head with the appetite thing. Like, if there's no appetite, or if there's a dwindling appetite right now, what kind of appetite are viewers going to have when you see a? Uh, I'm just going to say it, a half-assed product out on the floor. Do you think LeBron is going to be running right now full steam or giving his all anywhere near the first half of that season? Yeah. Hell no. No way. <laughs> you know, like your stars are going to be like – are still – they just stopped playing a, a couple weeks ago. You know, yeah. they're probably still on vacation right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are not thinking about playing basketball. And December yeah. 22nd is not that far away. No. I mean, you'd uh, have to start getting going pretty soon. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Again, just like Ransom Thoughts, you got to warm up. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. A <laughs> couple of awesome uh, baseball stories. This one, we need a. am going to find something to celebrate this friggin' man. John Lester went ahead over the Halloween weekend. He's a former, former Chicago Cub, and uh, he bought beers for bar patrons in Chicago. Over the Halloween weekend at four different bars, totaling to roughly $47,000. This dude (laughs) bought $47,000 worth of beers for people in bars just randomly. In a couple hours. if If you go ahead and win yourself a championship with the Cubbies and then pull this kind of move... You might as well just get make your own statue and put it over where, wherever the hell you want. And Chicago's going to say, yeah, sounds good to me. When you when you type an American hero into Wikipedia, there should be a picture of John Lester. You're right honest, there. Honestly, there should be. This guy sounds like the coolest man of all time. <laughs> Let's invite him on the show. Let's see if we can get him on. Yeah, and maybe get some beers from it. Yeah. <laughs> he seems willing. I like it. That is maybe you'll buy it for the senseless, too. It's one of the coolest stories I've read in a long time. I just got like an alert on my phone that's like, oh yeah, John Lester spends forty seven thousand dollars. I was like, geez, on what? Beer? This guy <laughs> This guy's the best. It wasn't even for himself. That's awesome. That is a money move. That's a that's a flex if I've ever seen one. Uh, and a, a little different kind of story. The Red Sox are rehiring Alex Cora. For those of you who uh, like that name rings a bell, but I don't exact. I can't place it. Uh, he was on the Astros, the big assistant coach on the Astros, the year that it was uh, claimed that they cheated. Then he was the manager of the Red Sox when they won it, and it was also they were also connected to the cheating scandal. So he was suspended for a year. His suspension is over. He has been rehired by the Red Sox. I when I heard this, I I was shocked. I mean, I. I'd love to hear your opinion, but is that a is that a good flex? If I'm a Red Sox fan, am I psyched? Is that kind of a like a uh good hire, but uh you know there's kind of some baggage that comes with that. I'm not really proud of it. Um, what what I don't I'm shocked that people are, I don't even know if people are psyched about this. What is your read on this at Walsh Disney? My thing is my thing is it's like it 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 would be a little weird. There is baggage. <laughs> It's also kind of weird because how important are managers in baseball anymore? They're kind of, they've been neutered by the front offices. You do what the numbers tell you. So why do you need this guy? That's kind of my thing. And I, I'm against that type of thinking. I like it when managers and gut feel plays a part in sports that, I mean, people play sports, not computers. Um, so that that's just my feeling about it. So I like it. And he was a successful manager. I don't think it was just a cheating scandal. So I understand why they did it. But it is a little bit weird. It, yeah. That's my I, thing. That's interesting in your point about managers, though. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even think about that. Like, do you have any idea? Do you have any idea what a, what a run-of-the-mill manager makes? It's not much. Are they making... Oh, they're not making much as, as players, right? They're not making even close to as much as players. They're not making as much, even as close to as much as other coaches and other sports. Like oh. football coaches make way more. Basketball coaches make more, just because they've got like you're more said, involved. Yeah, and and they've just kind of been de, what is it, emphasized, I guess. Mm. Prioritized, probably a better word. Yeah. 
I think neutered was the perfect was the perfect uh, adjective. Yeah. That's what I tend to go to because it's just like the worst thing I can think of. And that's probably how, you know, baseball players and a lot of them are former baseball players are like, that's probably how they feel. Oh, nice. And Big then journalism. Just, what? Big journalism word. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's what what do you call those? Uh it's one of those words that like draws people in, gets their attention. Yeah. I don't know what that word is called, but I know what you're talking about. I can't about. think of it right now, uh, but we'll move on. Last thing in the news is just like, hey, Masters are next week, so get prepared for us to talk about that. Yeah. That's going to be a good time. Oh, let's go, Tiger. Get another one. Back to back. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Other than that, let's go to one thing and a winner. I only got one thing to say to you. You had one job. Just the one. Because I win. This is bullshit. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean shit. I hope I win. One thing and a winner. First, let's start with last week's results, week eight, and then we'll get into the halfway season results. Big time stuff. So last week, it's kind of a down week for everybody. Um, the, I guess Bales had, Bales had a good one. He was nine and five, but that was the highest one. Uh, I went eight and six and then smooth and the captain both went seven and seven. Yuck. Tough way to go into the halfway results. But, uh, it, last week was a weird one. It had a lot of good games, but the stuff happened. There was wind, weather. It was a weird week. Here we go. Are you ready? Let's do it. Halfway results. What we've been waiting for. What everybody should be waiting for, because it, honestly, it's pretty fun. It's If you're going to keep track, we invest a lot. We think a lot about it. We do every single game here. I love this game. I love this game. In fourth. At St. Bales. Yeah! <laughs> with a record of 70, 48, and 1, coming out to 59.2%. So it's actually not, I mean, it's still pretty good percentage there. In third, could it be smooth? Damn it. Oh. Could it be (laughs) myself? (laughs) No, it's the captain. Oh, captain. The captain with a record of 80, 38, and 1. That is a... 67.6 67.6 winning percentage. That's that, pretty good. That's very good. That's very good. That's, that's in third th- place. That's in that's in third. How about another 80, 38, and 1? So kind of a twist here. Not really third for, for the captain. It's second or third. Tie. Oh. Who does who does the captain tie with at 80, 38, and 1? A 67.6 winning percentage. It's smooth. Oh, there you go. Smooth is nice. The, you got, I'll let you call yourself that you're in second. Yeah. But here you go. <laughs> <I put> second. <laughs> 80, 38, and 1. So I'm obviously in first for now because yes. my record, 81, 37, oh. and 1. This is a good one. This is a good race. I, don't, I think this is the closest we've ever been. We're halfway through. We're three of us. Are within one game. Dang. <laughs> and Bales is uh, eleven games back. We so we were tied until you, mm. me, and the captain were all tied until last week, and then you pulled away. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. This is a close race. It re- it really is. We were actually talking about this off pod with Bales about how close it all is, mm-hmm. and how how it's. It's like one game different. It's it's definitely the closest it's ever been. I love it. And we were also talking with Bales about how he just takes crazy chances. <laughs> like if, <laughs> if, if we were to keep track of who is like on their own, the uh, the three take these guys, and this person takes is on their own taking the other. It if we were to keep track of that, Bales would be winning that competition by hundreds. <laughs> Primarily Bales. Yeah. He, he's constantly like, oh, Bales is by himself over here. 
<laughs> guy just thinks different. <laughs> Got, Outside the box. Got to appreciate him. All right, so those are the halfway results. So that'll probably change. But now we got to move on. Because you can't, you can't rest on your past. No. What are you going to keep doing? That's what the NFL's about. Got to look forward. Got to look forward. Uh, so we go to week nine. And we all started off pretty well here. A little comeback for all of us. With Thursday Night Football, we all took the Packers over the Niners. I didn't even put that one on Instagram. It was so obvious. The Niners are... The, this is what I. This is the note I put for the Niners. The Niners <laughs> should become an angel investor in the local morgue. That's how yes. dead they are. Yes. Very clever, too. I like that. They did not have a single skills position starter. They also are missing their left tackle and another offensive lineman. I think I heard them say that not one offensive player took a snap in last year's uh, playoffs. Like, it's NFC Championship game. NFC Championship game. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, (laughs) they're missing all of them. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's insanity. So, I mean, it wasn't even like – for me, I took zero away from the Niners except that they're actually dead now. And they told me nothing about the Packers. You, no. you beat up on a corpse. Good job. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to pat you on the back for that. It's a little creepy, honestly. I Did Did you did you see uh, Devontae Adams' um, catch, though? That first down catch? Where his, uh, his, uh, no, it was a t- no, it was a first down catch where uh, his glove was being ripped off. Guy's a monster. Oh, my gosh. I won't. Uh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Not saying the Packers are bad here. I'm yeah. just saying I'm not going to like crown them the best team because they beat up a team that was missing 8 out of 11 starters. You know, that's, that's all I'm saying. I'm just saying yeah. I don't, they don't get worse. They don't get better in my, in my mind. They just stay the same. They did what they were supposed to do. We all took them. We all get a win there. Let's move on to games that have not happened yet. How about Texans at Jags? We all took the Texans here. Look. The Jags are not even going to start Gardner Minshew, so they might as well not even exist anymore. Ooh, you know what? I you hate know who's stuck? Jake Luton. You know who? Jake Luton. Jake the Looney Luton. Big Beave quarterback. Yeah, that's going to go super well. <laughs> have fun you being know, 0-1. Have fun running for your life yeah. behind that O-line when you're not a mobile quarterback. <laughs> He's going to hand it off a hundred times. We'll get to He's that. He's going to get snapped. We'll get to that Jags run game and James Robinson a little bit later. But we all took the Texans. That one's pretty obvious. How about the Giants at the Washington football team? Speaking of people standing alone, me and the Giants. Nope. I don't stand alone. I stand with the Giants here. Gross. Um, everybody else going to take the Washington football team? I will just say that I think offensively the Giants are still more talented. Then the Washington football team, I think they, they played, maybe they got a little something going against the Bucks, and their defense is completely underrated. The Giants' defense is actually not good, it's not bad, it's decent, and that's, that, that's, a, lot, that's a good enough, I think. I agree, and if you, if you saw my pick earlier, I actually was siding with you with the uh, Giants, and then flipped my... Uh, vote over to the Washington football team. I just like okay. my man Terry McLaurin. He's an animal. Uh, yeah. Put it. Put it in the. Put it in the. Uh, the hands of that guy, and he'll attack on another fifteen after. Uh, after contact, I, I I'm just becoming a really big fan. Yeah. No, I, I can't knock you there. Yeah. How about Ravens at Colts? We're all gonna take the Ravens here. They're not gonna lose two weeks in a row. So. I like the Colts. I think, uh, you know, uh, in with the NFL reaction show, the captain and I talked about the Colts, and we said, I think they're good. Not great. Not bad. They're good. And the Ravens are better than that. They Anybody are. Else? <laughs> no, not no. much to add. Nothing to add. Okay. Absolutely none. How about the Lions at the Vikings? Possibly no Stafford, who's on the COVID-19 list. Um, we'll see. So I that was think precautionary, right? Precautionary, but I don't, 
I mean, I don't, I'm not, I don't dive into every protocol or yeah, yeah, yeah. the time when he's put on there because all of that matters is how long he, you know, you can kind of, I think you can retroactive it if you know. Mm. Um, Start the clock earlier. I think so, but I'm not positive. So that's why I put maybe no Stafford because yeah. it, and if, so I'm, I went with, I'm assuming he does not play, which puts a, an easy Vikings pick for me. The captain, however, is going to take the Lions. Maybe he didn't know. Um, it's yeah, no Galladay either. So I would have taken the Vikings either way. I'm gonna. I was gonna say I would take the Vikings either way. Yeah. Um, Dalvin. Yeah. Old Dalvin. Old Dalvin. How about Bears at Titans? Here's a split. It's always a weird split when you and I, who who are on the we podcast, we never do that. We rarely do that. Uh, it's actually kind of interesting this week. Bales in the captain, same exact picks except for one game, the game we just talked about, Lions and Vikings. Mm. The rest of it, they will be lockstep. Um, but it is also, it, it also, it's weird when the two of us have the same one and they don't, like, they don't get a say in why they picked the Bears. Uh, <laughs> my personal opinion is because they're dumb. Um, but... I, I don't know. These people, I feel like, got way too down on the Titans after losing to the Bengals. Yeah. But they they go ahead and trade for one of Bale's chargers in the secondary, try and help that out. They get rid of that bad energy with Vic Beasley. I just think the, Titan, the Titans, they're another one. I don't see them losing two in a row. For as shocking as that was, that loss against Cincinnati, I feel generally, like I know what I could potentially get with the Titans. But with the Bears, I'm still like, ah, I've seen it all this year. You know, I'm not, again, you know, granted amidst two quarterbacks, but I still don't know what I'm going to get with Foles or that offense or that defense. So I'd rather bet on what I know could happen rather than just a big question mark on the other side. So I feel, I feel safe with the Titans. I, I'm yeah. not, I'm not too worried about that game. Uh, I'm with you. Panthers at chiefs. Look, it's the friggin' chiefs. We all took the chiefs. Um, Seahawks at bills. This one's a little interesting. We all took the Seahawks. No, no one felt, uh, felt a little feisty and wanted to go with the bills here. The bills aren't playing all that well on defense and the Seahawks played decently on defense. Last week, Jamal Adams is back defensively for the Seahawks. You could all just kind of going in the Seahawks direction right now. Yep. Broncos at Falcons. Another split between people on pod, people off pod, off the main flag, you know, flagship pod. Um, we're going to take the Falcons. Smooth and I. Bales in, in the captain are going to take the Broncos. Falcons have been playing a lot harder since, since the coaching change. Yeah. Again, there's so much, maybe not so much talent, but there's talent on that team. You know, you can win with those pieces. Yeah. Uh, Kelvin Ridley might be out. That might hurt us, honestly. But Oh, I didn't know. What, what's yeah. he dealing with? He's, he's questionable with an ankle or a foot. Mm. Um, the Broncos are just so up and down. They're young. They're up and down offensively, though. So, you know, I think the Falcons will be good either way. Raiders at Chargers. Let's do it again. <laughs> split, split on and off pod here. Smooth myself taking the Raiders. Bales and the captain taking the Chargers. The Raiders. Why do people underrate the Raiders? They don't have the best record, but they're the one of the better teams for their record. Easily the you're, best mediocre record team in the NFL. You're starting to see the fruits of... All those draft picks um, piling up. All those yeah. draft picks they got for Khalil Mack, they're all starting to develop, and they're starting to look like a uh, a team that can actually put up points and stay in some ball games. So I'm excited yeah. to see where they go. It'll be a uh, a tough ch- uh, challenge against you know a rookie phenom for yeah. Justin Herbert, but, uh, but yeah, Chargers, I think we'll do well. I just don't trust the head coach of the Chargers, Anthony Anthony Lynn is. I think holding them back, and that and Gruden is not. So I'll go with Gruden over Lynn. Dolphins at Cardinals. We all took the Cardinals here. Uh, I really like the Dolphins. Their defense is, is good, but they're not complete yet. And the Chargers, yeah. or excuse me, the Cardinals 
have a lot of weapons, so I don't think that the Dolphins' defense is going to be you know putting up the numbers they did against the Rams. And I didn't see anything special from Tua, and I've seen special from Kyler, so I'll take that. Big Kyler guy over there. Ah, he's up on big. Medium Kyler guy over here. Steelers at Cowboys. Come on. This is, if this isn't the ass whooping of the year. Oh, man. If people aren't throwing out the meme where it's like, stop, he's already dead. Then yeah. this is so, something's gone horribly wrong for the Steelers. Yeah, this is going to be a, just an absolute slaughter. Yeah, let's keep it moving. Saints at Bucks. Uh, this is actually kind of surprising. We all took the Bucks. Uh, this will be a really good game. My thought was just like, I don't see the Saints sweeping the Bucks this year. So, got to go with the Bucks. I like it. Yeah. And then the Monday Night Football game, Patriots at Jets. Again, it's the Whoa. friggin' Jets. We all took the Patriots. Patriots might be down, but they're not dead. And the Jets are worse than dead. They're buried and they've been in the urn. They're ashes. They're forgotten as well. They're not even What's like that? gone, but loved and remembered. They're gone and forgotten. What's the uh, mummy's name in um, in Hocus Pocus? Is it Tommy that comes out of the? Oh, maybe. He, I don't. You know that cuts open his mouth and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. That that's the Jets. That's too. That's too lively for them. <laughs> 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 that's, that's too too much too, spirit. Yeah, it's too too much left in the tank. Uh, that, but that is one thing in a winner. That's yeah, that's one thing in a winner. I do remember what we're doing here. It's one thing in a winner. We're done with it now. The Jets are dead. Uh, one thing in a winner. Very much alive, and hopefully your fantasy team is very much alive as well. And we're gonna do our best to keep it that way with our football fantasy talk. No one cares. But y'all don't say that. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. There you go. Thank you, sir. There you go. There you go. There you go. Here we like to um, give our own Jay Glazer report. Who's out? Who's doubtful? Who's questionable? So we're going to tell you the people to keep an eye on or replace. Um, and then we're going to give you some good matchups and some bad matchups. And Smooth is either going to agree or disagree with me. So here we go. People who are already out this week, and this is for the Sunday games. It does not include Monday. Chris Carson, out. Carlos Hyde, out. Kenny Galladay, we talked about with the Lions, out. Kenyon Drake for the Cardinals, out. But he was playing terribly anyway. Um, so all of them are out. Doubtfuls. This is most likely not going to play. Mark Ingram against the Colts. T.Y. Hilton against the Ravens. Same game there, but those people are doubtful. Questionables. This is the the worst designation in fantasy, <laughs> but it's a lot of them. Philip Lindsay, Tim Patrick, the um, kind of lesser known name receiver who's been putting up great numbers for the Broncos. But those two, Calvin Ridley again with the foot injury. Josh Jacobs. Ah. So keep an eye on that one. Zeke. If you're still playing Zeke, I feel bad for you, but he might not play this game. <laughs> Michael Thomas. He is questionable. Seems like they're just trying to keep him away from the team as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's just a questionable dude. That's not, that has yeah. nothing to do with his status. No, no. And then Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin might not play Broken Finger. Um, we'll dude, see. he's played like half of the weeks this season. You're Good telling God. me. <laughs> Definitely have him on my fantasy team. (laughs) Or I like to. (laughs) I'm wasting a roster spot on him. (laughs) Yeah. At least go to IR. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He's just out. Like, it's always questionable. Stupid. Yeah. So keep your eye on on them, especially, you know, um, if you have them on your team, definitely do it. But even if you don't, like, maybe trade fodder. So let's get to some... What do you want? Good matchup or bad matchup first? Let's go bad matchup first, actually. These are some bad matchups, according to me, that Smooth may or may not agree with. How about Kyler against the Dolphins? Um, Like I said, I actually like their defense. I don't think the Dolphins win, 
But this isn't about that. This is about fantasy football. I think Kyler has... Uh, I'm not saying it's like he's going to have an 8-point you know, day when it, he's projected for 21. But I'm saying maybe 19, a couple points below his projection instead of beating his projection like he's been doing most of the season. Mm. Broncos running backs. Uh, don't really... This is, is less about the matchup, more about them uh, taking away points from each other with Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon. Gronk. This is a maybe. I have to put a maybe here. The Saints traded for Quan Alexander from the Niners. I think he'll be used a lot in the middle of the field coverage at the linebacker position. Is he playing? That's the big thing. He's been injured a lot. He might be that again. Uh, or does he have enough time? I, again, with the COVID protocols, I'm not exactly sure how much time he has to sit out before he can play. So... Uh, maybe look into that before you play Gronk. Is is Quan Alexander going to play? Uh, and then Cam Newton against the Jets. Remember what the Jets did to the Chiefs last week? Shut down the run game. You can always do that by just being super aggressive, throwing run blitz at them. Uh, I think they do that against the Patriots again. That's a good point. I, I especially like the Cam Newton call-out. And the, uh, the Broncos running back call out. Uh, I'll be watching the status of Philip Lindsay right now. I think Melvin I have seated on my bench uh, because of that reason. If Philip gets the out mark, I will go ahead and put in uh, Melvin. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I like, I like those call outs. Let's get to good matchups. Will Fuller. Mm. I like that one uh, against the Jags. The Jags have been not good in the secondary. I'm assuming C.J. Henderson, the rookie cornerback for the Jags, will be uh, lined up against Will Fuller. C.J. Henderson, very fast, quick, gives up a lot of uh, a double moves because he, he likes to, he gambles a little bit. I think Fuller will get him. Like I said, James Robinson against the Texans. Texans have one of the worst run defenses in the NFL. And they're starting a six-round pick in Jay Gluten. I think they're going to hand the ball off. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's playing the Panthers. Um, that's a good matchup. It's a good matchup. Especially, especially they have a couple people in the secondary out. So, good matchup there. J.K. Dobbins with Mark Ingram. Um, doubtful. He'll get... I, I think that game ends up a little bit closer than the Ravens want it. And I think they'll try and keep getting that offense going. And I think one of the main things they want to do is get throws to the running back going in that offense. I think J.K. Dobbins uh, has a good day because of that. Derek Carr. Derek Carr's been playing sneaky well this year, um, especially fantasy-wise. He's been playing sneaky well. And the Chargers, I don't really think, have a great matchup against that. And then Bears, David Montgomery. Uh, Bears are playing the Titans. Titans don't have a great defense, so I think they're able to run the ball. Uh, I like all of those good matchups, uh, especially the call-out for J.K. Dobbins and David Montgomery, James Robinson as well. Any of these um, running backs facing not-so-strong uh, defensive lines um, and secondaries, I think they should have a, a good week this week. Yep, should be a good week. You like those, I like this episode. But before we get out of here, we got some stuff to say. Like, watch the NFL, or listen to, watch, listen to the NFL reaction show that comes out on Tuesdays. You can also listen to it th- Wednesdays. That's me and the captain reacting, keeping you up to date, giving you all the information you need from the week in the week previous in the NFL. Other than that, hit us up. Twitter, bold underscore nonsense. Instagram, bold dot nonsense. Or you can email us at boldnonsensepodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Like we said at the beginning of the show, we just like to interact. We like to talk sports. That's what we're doing here. We want to do it with you guys. Hit us up. Uh, expect this show Saturdays in the morning. Expect the offshoot shows Tuesday. Go ahead. Let's do it Wednesday. Um, other than that, let's say bye to the people. Still smooth here for episode 134, another great episode hosting along you at Walsh Disney. Thank you for the energy. Thank you for the information. Thank you for the nonsense. You got it. Uh, Much love.
You got it. Must, yeah, there it is. Uh, I'm at Walt Disney. If you love it, love us. Uh, and yeah, ditto. This is a fun one. I really like. I, I really like this episode. I don't know. I like that when it's like some to talk about, so we can expand a little bit. But really, it's it's all about the meat, and that's the one thing in a way. And I love being in first place. Dad always wants to feel good. <laughs> hey, this is your time to shine, man. Yep. Own it. Yep. If you love it, love us. Uh, this is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. This is episode 134. This is your invitation to bear in mind that uh, we all got to do this together. Let's just stick to one another. Community. Love, uh, ELE. Just live by that, and we'll just like Will Ferrell says, ELE, and we'll all be all right. Uh, and this is your invitation to stay senseless, at least until Monday. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Thank you very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go.